recorded live. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Mrs. Cardiology, a.k.a. Sunita Pandit, uh, wife to Dr. Santosh Pandit in the wonderful green north hills of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I try to get online on the phone and uh, talk to you about issues that my husband simply is not able to deal, you know, present to patients when he sees them in the office because he's rather a busy guy and too many people like him, and which is a good problem to have, I suppose, when you're a physician, but I try to make up for the missing parts. And I have been putting together shows with my producer, Joanne Quinn-Smith, who has bowed out today, so that's why you're hearing me. And um, we will see her next time, hear her next time on the show. Uh, today, we have a uh, the next phase of what we started earlier this week. Uh, topic is a wonderful gut bacteria and how important it is to really understand it and make sure that we have a healthy, balanced um, formulation of bacteria surviving, thriving, and staying in our gut and not leaking out. And today, I, I asked a good buddy of mine to come online and give us a little bit of tidbits on how we can create probiotics at home. His name is Dr. David. I don't know if I'm going to cremate your name here. Let me be careful here. <laughs> Finsterl fin- fin- Gawain. Did I say that fin- right? Sir Gawain works perfectly. Oh, Sir Gawain. Okay, sure. <laughs> so anyway, Dr. David, as I call him dearly, is a pioneer in this field of uh, what I call good health. And uh, he has wonderful initials behind his name that they are DNM, Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine. He's an innovator. He's, uh, he calls himself a stand-up edutainer, which he does do very well. I've, I've experienced it. Uh, he's a catalyst because he definitely has been a catalyst in moving me forward and making sure my family is in good health. Now, I did not know this about you, dear Dr. David, that you are a barbershop quartet singer. That is amazing. And uh, I, I'm i not going to ask you to sing today because it's important to get our audience their information. We'll do that another time. Maybe I'll have you record we'll sing, something. We'll sing me. the answers. How's that? Yeah, uh, we'll... <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, the, uh, let's see here. Um, you so. Doctor of Natural Medicine, you got that in 2004, and um, do you you don't practice that in the United States as such, but you do have a degree because you're you're from Canada, correct? Yeah, we we got licensed initially uh, in Canada, um, and it and in I, I I don't know how many countries I think it's 18 or 19 countries recognize that um, actually as a standing physician in different countries. Okay. So um, um, in the United States, there are certain states which do, uh, you know, allow certification uh, of uh, naturopathic medicine depending upon boards and all sorts of stuff. But here in Texas and Florida, where I tend to hang a lot, um, um, I get to be a health educator and take a lot of my education and, uh, you know, quite a bit extensive uh, experience and working with clients all over the world. And like you, Sunita, we met on a cruise. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm a pollinator, and, uh, and I love Wait a minute, to rub- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop right yeah. there. 
Well, I just want to say we wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I, I want to I want to add something to here. It's wonderful the way you phrased it. I'm a pollinator. I want people to understand what that means. That <laughs> simply means that he's like a bumblebee. He's pollinating a flower here. He's pollinating a flower there. So he's reaching out to people and dropping nectar and gathering nectar and exchanging nectar and exchanging information so that people can grow as a species because we all need that level of help. Believe me, sitting where I sit in the medical field, we need people like Dr. David available to us and to physicians so that we can find that balance that we're looking for. And, Dr. David, I have some good news for you. Yeah, I'm ready. My husband has added another item to his calling card on under You're... services provided. Uh-huh. Natural and no is it not I'm sorry, not natural. Um nutritional and preventative cardiology. Wow. Congratulations. Is that, is that, a, is that a feat or what? That's 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 uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful and news. It, this and morning. it's wonderful to the point where he did it because now he understands that he has to take supplements, which he's doing. And he's listening to me when I say, Okay, here's something else I found it in your medical uh, journals. The, here's here's this information about gut bacteria, and he looked at me with his eyebrow raised, like, "What? Now I got to learn about gut bacteria?" I said, "No, you don't have to learn everything about it. You have to learn enough to understand that it's an important issue. That your cohorts in crime, I call the scientists and the doctors, are all up in arms because they didn't realize until now that this was important." And I sit there and I say to him, okay, now let's go back, step back, and be logical about this because he's overwhelmed with what he does. So I can't fault him for that lack sure. of knowledge, right? Yeah. So I said, let's look at it logically. You keep on telling me, watch what you eat. Why do you say that to me? Because it's important that what you put in your gut is affecting your entire system, which is your body. And if you're not careful about that, then you're going to end up in trouble. So let's pay attention to this. So he says, okay, your department, (laughs) he's learning, he's taking a probiotic, he's taking multivitamins, he's taking, he's using essential oils. So now this morning, guess what I got reamed about? Yeah. He wants me to put together a package for his patients that deal with arthritis. He says, give them A to Z options that you know about. Give them A to Z options about blood pressure. Give them A to Z options about this, that. The next thing I'm like, yes, boss. And All right. Explain well, to that's them how awesome. the providers work. Explain to them how this works and that works. So you're not going to be getting a little busy here because I already got someone that's going to be calling you for uh, renting one of those wonderful machines I got from you. Yeah. That Joanne and I swear by. So wonderful ways. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have you come back to talk about that machine for sure. But today, <laughs> let me stick to this to schedule because I know you're on a tight schedule and so am I, but we want you today to teach us how to finish the sentence, please. How to make probiotics at home? Is that Well, idea? believe it or not, food, right? What do they say? Let food be your medicine and yes. medicine be your food, right? Yes. Yes. And in this context, one of the most amazing things about seeds and uh, um, it is this germination that they have, this transformation, the seed goes uh, to become a little plant. And you know when you like to hang around really top, wonderful people, and you feel energized by them, and you're, you feel, you, do you, don't you like being around babies? Oh, yeah. You just, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're full of life. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to share with you is how we can take the life-giving properties of seeds and, and, and nuts and legumes, but especially seeds, and how as they're sprouting and as they're increasing their life potential and, and adding so much more, uh, um, to make that little plant, we can now take that, transfer that energy and that life-giving property, the regeneration part, and we can transfer it and, and help us digest our foods better to help give us some of those very important amino acids to give um, incredible life-giving enzymes um, the ability to help us to digest our foods better. So just as we like hanging around life-giving people, let's hang around some life-giving foods that in less time, you ready for the, the, uh, the, the what do they call it, the sound bite? Punchline. All right. One of, one of in, the multiple punchlines. Go ahead. In less time than it takes to load and unload your dishwasher, you can actually create some lactobacillus, some, some wonderful bacteria, which is going to help your gut health, which is going to help um, um, with your immune system function. It's going to help digest your foods. It's going to give you B vitamins. It's going to give you some vitamin K. It's going to give you other life-giving properties. And in the ancient times, we always knew that. We were, mm-hmm. we were, we were sprouting grains. Right? Yeah, we, they we, we do that as a routine in our Indian cooking. And, and now we're just going to be more conscious of what we've done for eternity that has worked. But okay. for whatever reason, a lot of these eternal things that we've done, we've stopped. We've stopped. Oh, you I know. totally blame it on World War II when women went to work and didn't want to be cooking when they came back from work and they didn't want to stop working. They wanted shortcuts. And right. the food industry went crazy and did not give us proper shortcuts. And and yeah, and then and, and then like one of the things we're going to talk about is rejuvelac, and and how quickly we can actually make this life-giving kind of drink that tastes a little tart. You know, it tastes a little lemony, and there's no lemon around it. And and again, when we ingest it, but then we can actually let that bacteria, which is growing in that little lemony culture that we've created, or is created, we've cultured it, we can then put it on some cashews or some sunflowers that have been ground down, and it will help pre-digest that. So now we can then have a, a better protein source that's pre-digested. It's already a lot of it's broken down to the peptide, so it's easier for our bodies to assimilate it, utilize it, and have less now, burdens on our organs. Yeah. On, on those cashews, and what was the other nut you mentioned? Uh, um, one of the ones that I've really enjoyed is sunflowers. Sunflower so, seeds. So there are people that are allergic to nuts, and they say that it's because they can't digest them. Would this be helpful to those? Um, for some of those people, absolutely. Okay. okay so we don't and know now, which ones they'd have to try it. Right. This is yeah. where, you know, we hear about practicing medicine, right? Or mm-hmm. and, and practicing is just that. You, you yeah, just, you have you, to practice. Yeah. You, you, oh, you oh, have I'm, to. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the nasty one with the pain in my husband's side because I always call him, you haven't finished your education, you're still practicing. <laughs> you got it. If we, right? if, if we had it down perfect, like nuts, right? But, Right. Hey, right. hey, on on that note though, my husband 
has become an excellent diagnostician. He can pretty much in one conversation figure out what is going on with you. He doesn't rely on tests. He uses tests to verify. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? It is. It is. And and if we go back to Ayurvedic medicine, you know, where they're mm-hmm. looking at the uh, yeah. So we're. Did you know, Doc, that um, I learned that a good Ayurvedic doctor is eighty years old? Yeah, because it takes what fifty, sixty years to be able to learn those pulses. Yes, because right? they're checking your pulse to figure out what it is that's wrong with you. Right, and, and not say, just it's one. A real, pulse. It's a real art. It's not just a science. It's a real art. Yeah, to learn yeah. all of that. But getting back to um, what you were talking about with, with Rejuvelac, um, so you're putting it on top of the nuts to start the breakdown so that you can digest them easily. So, so one of the things, one of the wonderful things about Rejuvelac, it, it not only can we use it to help our own digestion, mm-hmm. we can use it on put it with other things to culture them, so we break those down, like the cashews in this case, or the sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it can make this amazing, what we call seed cheese. So it has Now, the- on those seeds, uh, there was something I learned the, other, the, the last time I was talking about, you know, this whole gut bacteria issue. I learned that it is better to roast a nut than to eat unroasted nuts. Um, if there... I, in, in terms of the bacteria that might be in the nuts. Right, right. It, it, that, you're, you're correct. Do you hear me, Hemin and Han? Mm-hmm. It, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, 12, 14, uh, 20 years of education. All right, how can I distill it down? Come so on, your computer that, but... brain is perfect, so just take a deep breath and talk. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm so, trying come to... on, let, let's, let's just make it simple. There's always a yes and no and a but in there. But in general terms, if you buy a bag of peanuts at the store and they're raw, don't eat them raw because you don't know where they came from, what they've been exposed to. Correct. Because they've been sitting there. So make sure that you get your grandma to roast them for you if you don't know how, or go Google it and figure out how to do it so that you know how to do it. Absolutely correct. For peanuts... They have a certain afflact, I think is the correct term, but mm-hmm. I could be incorrect, um, uh, toxin, which it, basically it's a fungus which mm-hmm. will grow on it. And by the way, the similar things happen to coffee beans. Mm-hmm. All right? So, mm-hmm. so, so that's one of the reasons we roast coffee beans because we, we want to kill any of the bacteria. Now, what we're talking, I'm going to hone you right back to where, why you yeah, brought me right. on here. Right. Rejuvelac is is looking at the bacteria and the fungus and the in the in the little stuff that is actually on the outside initially of the seed. Okay. And and then what we do first is we clean my my favorite is rye. Uh, now, how did I, I come about this? All right. Well, I studied Anne Wigmore. Anne Wigmore was one of these. She became a naturopathic doctor, um, but Anne Wigmore um, 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 had different cancers, and and she was not getting anywhere with the 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 the, the cancer um, doctors of the day in the 60s up in the Boston area, and she wondered if her Latvian roots could help her because they, she didn't see the cancers in Latvia that she saw in the United States. And she wondered if some of the cultural things that they did there could be helpful. 
And the bottom line is, is she connected with a lot of her uh, old friends, you know, especially some of the women who were much older, Mm -hmm. and they talked about different ways that they prepare foods. And, uh, um, oh, excuse me. And, And what was cool about that is she started, she's the first one who created a wheatgrass juicer. So she oh saw gosh, the power. That's, that's where we started. Wow. Th- that it, and and how the power of 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 the wheat grass when it grew and filled up with amazing amounts of chlorophyll, when that was now juiced, that had an amazing cleansing and regenerating effect on the body. So it not only cleansed, it also added high amounts of nutrients to the person's nutrient bank account. And, peop- and it, had, it, it had life. It had a life form to it. And that then helped people get better that weren't getting better in, in, the, in the more modern ways. I don't want to say traditional. I want to say more modern ways. Well, then um, um, some, some wonderful things from Romania where they would make and they would take sprouted grains and they would put it in water for a certain amount of days and then they would drink that broth that was created. And broth typically means cooked. In this case, it wasn't cooked. And then they would take that, 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 you know, that, that culture drink and then they would add it to some of their salads. And then they noticed if it marinated for two or three days that those salads and, and the other things that they put it in were easily, were more digestible. They were easily broken down. Mm-hmm. So, so to go back to the other if we take a raw cashew, now I am not recommending to do anything with peanuts here, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so peanuts is not something that we would make a seed cheese from, okay? Right. And w- why? Because there is a very high amount of p- potential that we could have some really bad fungus there. Right. So let's stay with the seeds and the grains, which don't... Which are safer. Which don't hang out with that kind of fungus. <laughs> All right, how's that? Like Let's that. hang out yeah, with the cool that. kids. Yes. And, and the cool kids is quinoa. And, and the cool kids are millet. And the cool kids are rye. The cool kids are wheat berries. Um, now, in millet, my life... Rye. Um, you said millet, rye, wheat berries. What was the first one you mentioned? Uh, quinoa. Quinoa, yeah. And quinoa is really wonderful in millet because there isn't any gluten... In, in those grains. Mm-hmm. So, so after these, these uh, life-giving qualities are given to us in this culture drink that we want to drink, you can, you can now take the seed which has grown a little bit and then we can actually make other like crackers out of them. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, have issues with gluten. Right. And uh, um, so, so if we do the quinoa and the millet, they're gluten-free. Now, Anne knew about the gluten issues back in the 60s. Uh, what we do find is after um, uh, the, the grains are sprouted, like rye especially, um, it, and, and the way that it's cultured and the way the water's taken off and all that stuff, there doesn't seem to be the gluten there for people who tend to be gluten intolerant, don't have problems with those crackers. Now, as as a doctor, I cannot say every person won't because everyone is, is unique. beautifully and uniquely made. Yes. You know, so. so. You have to practice and figure out what works for you. Right. 
It's called asking, right? So, so which you just said uh, somehow I went blank on what you just said here. Let me clarify here. You're sure. saying that some of these grains, when you um, go to sprout them and you put water in it to create the um, cultured water, uh-huh. is that what you're saying? So which one of these are you saying the cultured water ends up becoming is an essence that is gluten-free? Um, quinoa and millet. They're naturally gluten-free. They, they don't have gluten in it, all right? Okay, they, so they can't the create gluten. gluten. They, they, they're, they're, um, they're genetically I, the, impossible for them to create gluten. Yeah, okay. and and now and now my all my studies with gluten. I wish I had that first that that one sentence soundbite of why. But wheat berries has gluten in it. All right, now we okay. we can do things to that wheat bra- berry after it's been sprouted, where the gluten will be taken out. Oh, right? you can kind of, do something to wheat berries. Yeah, you can, but but again, that's after it's sprouted. That's after that stuff. So, okay. and, 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 and by the way, that some people will find that if they do sourdough bread or if they're um, – this is something that I found. When I'm in Europe and I'm enjoying a French bread, I'm not keeled over and have the gut pain that I have when I would have a French bread typically from um, the different grains that we have over here in the United States. Mm-hmm. So why, when I'm in Europe – I don't have that issue with French bread, typically, but I do in the United States. Well, the reason is it's different flours and different grains, yeah. and 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 also harvesting. But that goes into a whole other thing. That oh, that's a whole other topic. To, to right, to exactly. That they're using chemicals to help harvest it to get the weeds out first. So they're using Roundup. So really, I'm not gluten intolerant. I'm oh, I'm. Um, Roundup and I just don't like Monsanto. What can I say? They're <laughs> not doing anything good for your guts. <laughs> no, and and that and that's what we're we're talking about here is how can we use grains? How can we use the life giving quality of the the sprouted seeds, right, to help now repair our gut, right? So and and how so would, can wait? Would you say that if we're repairing our gut, would that help people get over their gluten intolerance, or is that still a yes. up in the air? Um, really? From from what I see, absolutely. Okay, and and the reason is is because the gluten intolerance is, is just that gluten intolerance. When you don't digest well, right? Then that affects pollen in the air. Um, it's so it's so interesting how some people don't are not realizing that when we have allergies, that's stemming back to digestive issues, gut issues. Yeah. All right. That's what it's all about. Because mm-hmm. when we get the digestion right, then then when we do receive pollen in, our body knows how to either break it down or how to encapsulate it and move it out through the lymphatic region or through, you know, our poop, right, mm-hmm. to be able to go right out. So, if, see, if the body can't digest it, then it needs to eliminate it. And if it can't eliminate it, it stores it. And if it's going to store it, it's going to encapsulate it. And we get to see where people encapsulate their toxicity, that which they don't digest, and we call it hail damage on the back of your leg, all right? Cellulite. We call it fat, visceral fat, 
that's where our bodies are storing stuff that we can't digest, we can't eliminate, and now it's got to go somewhere. And arthritis is part of that process too, but that gets into some other crazy, not crazy stuff, um, rheumatoid arthritis. We're finding out that the body's not digesting, and then, then, then the body's not recognizing parts of themselves. And we're also so even for that that problem, you're saying that if we can get someone on a sprouted grain cultured water diet, diet, you know, add that to their diet, that will help balance everything out or straighten it out. So, the, so the the short answer is what you said. Will this help to balance? And the, and the short answer is yes. Okay. These are time tested, wonderful means that are on the earth that we can use it we don't need we we can make our own lactobacillus it's around us everywhere right i i mean i'm i'm one of those weird parents that i didn't mind when my kids you know ate dirt because i knew the dirt around you know had the soil that was around us had life-giving properties mm-hmm. and and they were inoculated all right and they and they ingested things and then they if they did take something bad, their body developed a defense against it if they're healthy, right? So, you know, versus... Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there have been studies about how farm, farm-raised farm kids versus city-raised kids are healthier than because they, they're exposed to their environment a lot more. Right, right, it, exactly. And, and play and connect back to the earth, so to speak, if you want to get spiritual about it. So, 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 so you're saying that you've seen this reversal happen or, or this... Uh, relief of some sort coming about. So well, if, let, I, if I were to take my cousin who's got severe um, rheumatoid arthritis, I mean, she can barely walk, we would be able to help her with, with guiding her through this methodology? Okay, so, so, so let's preface. The short answer is if she's got rheumatoid arthritis, I can guarantee she's not breaking foods down very well. Right. I can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I also know that her food choices aren't very good. All right, right. Meaning there are certain foods for her that are creating little allergy responses, which then go back to digestion. Mm-hmm. And there are certain. It, it, it's all about our friends. If we got really good friends around us, they can help us. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have very good neighbors, right, then not good stuff is going to happen. Right. Right. So, and again, it's a, it, it, there's always anomalies and everything. So, oh, yeah. so again, just the generality. All right. So, this is what I saw when I worked and spent time, initially as a patient, and then actually worked at the Ann Wigmore Center in San Lorenzo, uh, New Mexico. Uh, Anne did die. I forgot what year she did. She she died in her in her seventies. Um, you know what? I could even be wrong on that. So. Um, um, she was in a house fire and she died and they sold the properties and um, they built another uh, Ann Wigmore Foundation Center and that was in San Lorenzo and I learned about it and um, I was having problems with my own digestion and I was getting very fat on a vegan diet and I didn't understand why I was eating all of these supposedly really good foods right, that were supposedly really good for me, and I was just right. getting like a fatted calf, right? I was just, mm-hmm. 
And I went to the Ann Wigmore Center, and the first thing they did was show us about wheatgrass. And they showed us how to grow wheatgrass. And then I ingested wheatgrass. And I couldn't believe it. It was almost like someone gave me, like, pure food. And, wow, all of a sudden I started um, not only feeling better, I felt stronger. And there were people in that class who did have rheumatoid arthritis, who could barely walk. And there were several people there who were um, um, already have gone off the chemotherapy, and it looked um, and, and their, their, their cancer after two years was now coming back. It was no longer in remission. And they wanted to try the, you know, a more natural approach versus what they chose before that. So, mm-hmm. so I watched people come in literally in a wheelchair because they couldn't walk. Now, I also had the opportunity, and I'm weird. I brought a um, phase contrast microscope with me. And I wanted to see what was happening when I ingested wheatgrass. How was that changing my blood? Mm-hmm. How, how was it affecting my immune system? So I wanted to look on the inside the best I could. Now, not many people, you know, hang out with a phase contrast microscope. Well, I did. I do, right? Okay. So, so I brought that with me. And I had a chance to do studies, um, meaning take, draw just a little, you, you know, when you do, uh, uh, when you're getting your sugars done, they just right. do a little finger. A fin- right. I got to be a prick with a bunch of people. I, I, mm-hmm. I pricked their fingers, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I took that, a drop, sometimes two drops, and I would put that on a slide. That slide would then have a cover put on top, and then I would put it in a phase contrast microscope. Then it was then put on a TV screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we didn't have laptops back then. So, okay. uh, so and, and what happened then? People then saw, you know, their state kind of like what's going on in their garden. And this is a time where I created the, a concept. Um, the concept's already there. I identified a concept called the garden within because we're more bacteria we're more fungus we're more virus than we are human cells and it's this milieu this incredible uh, community that we grow inside of us that can either give us wonderful health or it can create a community that it's not much fun to be around (laughs) and create dis-ease and a lot of different health conditions that most of us would prefer not to, you know, we would rather read about than have anyone in our family or ourselves be part of that. All right. So, Isn't that amazing how simple this is, yet we've turned it so complicated? Right. So, so here, 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 here was this woman with cancer, and she had that wonderful, and, and um, um, I shouldn't say wonderful, she had an ash gray look to her. All right, and 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 she just you just knew she was in pain. When they gave her um, an infusion of light, right? I call it liquid light through this wheatgrass. It was amazing to see her countenance. It was like all of a sudden her body had energy. Like, and then the other thing that we would do with wheatgrass is we would also put it in the lower end. Right? We, got a, we got the upper end, right, our mouth. Well, then we have the place that we move, pass things out. Mm-hmm. Well, that can get dirty, and that, can, that also has a community in there. 
you know, you know, candida is supposed to be down in that area of our body. It's not supposed to be in our bloodstream, but boy, is it really good in our lower bowels. All right. So that's what we found. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing in the right place. Again, you know, in our life, you know, certain communities are great. We just don't want to mix some of our friends together because we know it's going to be explosive. Right. right. But if they're in a different state, we can live peacefully together. Right. So right. A little bit of uh, what um, diplomacy that needs to be conducted. Yeah, it, it, well, diplomacy, what it is is, again, some people can hang with other people easy, and certain bacterias we can hang with easy, and certain bacterias we can't, you know, so, and they're doing different things, right? So, uh, boy, how to, how to uh, I'm trying to wind it, wind it back up and then give, you, give, give the, the listeners some wonderful information of how they can learn about, uh, you know, how to create their own Rejuvelac. Right. So, so we would put then wheatgrass, okay, into our hinder parts, meaning through the form of an enema or, or um, 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 uh, just an infusion into the body. And boy, do you want to see horrible things come out of us. When you put life in the body, anything unlike life is going to want to come out. And boy, and I can't believe how much better my di- digestion got. And then the other, so then I would test the blood and I would see the difference of, uh, and again, this is a demonstration. This is not a test. It doesn't give you a number like no, your digestion no, you is zero activity. out of 10, right? It's the immediate change in activity. Right, right. You see the delta, right? Yeah. You, so I, it, it, I would show people their, their blood and in the blood they would have their red blood cells and they would, they would have our, the immune, part of the immune systems in there. We could see the little phagocytes and we could see the red blood cells. We could see if there was fungus growing in that milieu, in that garden inside of us, right? And then when we would ingest the... Uh, the wheatgrass, or the cool one was what happened when people ingested uh, Rejuvelac. I was amazed at even how that... Than, even better than wheatgrass juice? Well, I don't, you don't want to say better. It's and, okay? And, okay. Uh, okay, there, if better means, oh, well, you know, I got two choices. Right, but you're saying... Right. This, this is not, not two it. choices. When we used wheatgrass, it absolutely helped the red blood cells get... Uh, more oxygenation. We saw we saw much more robust, and we saw better digestion in the body, mm-hmm. right? And and we saw more light, and we and we did see changes in the immune system. I called it going from ood, you know, ood, very scientific term, overworked, underpaid, underfed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So if we're overworked, underpaid, underfed out here in our real life. I bet our bodies are probably under overworked, underpaid, underfed in here too, right? So, but but what I was blown away is how it modulated the immune system. The lady who had the rheumatoid arthritis had an overactive type of immune system, enough where her knuckles were knurling. Um, she had an immune system which didn't recognize herself, and when she used Rejuvelac. It seemed as if, and again, this is a demonstration, that, that her immune system just wasn't as active, overactive as it was. It seemed like it was kind of relaxed. And again, demonstration. I'm looking at the garden. I'm looking at the picture. All right? I'm not diagnosing. I'm just looking at the, the, the field. 
And she then would notice, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, my hands feel better. I can unfurl my fingers better. I feel like my hand is greased. My knuckles are greased where before they weren't over the course of the week. And then the thing about what I loved about Anne is, is not only were the foods vegan, that's nice. They were all life-giving. They all were either sprouted, okay, or they were fermented, or they were in this form of cultured, pre-digested. So if someone has a, a kidney which is failing, and, and because their, their body has been put under so much stress from the chemotherapy, right, and, and their kidneys aren't functioning well because they're trying to do stuff, what happens is if you're taking the burden of digestion off and you're helping the body get the foods that they need, well, now the body can start cleaning, not only clean house easier, it can also now start starting feed and fortifying those systems that need the help. Good Lord, that means that even someone that's gone through a kidney transplant needs to behave themselves and and listen to uh, and get educated by people like you on what they're eating. Uh, yeah, I don't think we just have to be exclusive to kidney transplants, no, but yes, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I'm absolutely. saying is that a transplant is not the end all. There's so much of this attitude of, well, if I get a replacement part, oh, then I'm got okay. It. Right. That whole attitude has to change, and getting bypass surgery doesn't mean you get a free ticket to do whatever you want to. No, it means uh-huh. you have to change your lifestyle. You get time. You're you get time. time. Yes, right. Time See that's that's where I think quote modern medicine is brilliant. It 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 can be used to reverse a condition to buy us time to then do what the body can is naturally going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Now we can I call it taking it out of neutral, putting it in reverse for a little bit and then get the immune system modulated. Help the body digest foods better. Add foods which are already got lots of really good friends with it. Other lactobacillus, which, um, which will let us literally help us break other sugars down in our body when we've sugared more than, than, uh, than our body really wanted, right? Right. right? So, so if the body can't break that sugar down, then, then fungus is going to grow there. Fungus, yeast, loves two things. It loves dead material, and it absolutely loves sugar. Mm-hmm. So if you've got too much sugar in your bloodstream, you're, gonna have the, you're creating an environment where now lots of good, really interesting fungus and candida and things which break that down are going to be there, right? And, and that's what we could see with the live blood cell microscopy is we could see the demonstration of the garden. Again, not diagnosis, just the demonstration of our garden, and then what happens when we clean it up? What happens when we add that rejuvelac? What happens when we add, the, um, you know what, one of my favorite, it's so simple to create, so simple, I don't want to say make, but to, to, to grow, is, is sunflower. So the sunflower grows, and, and, and it will go up to what they call, when you get the first leaves, Oh my God, that little sunflower sprout, it, it tastes kind of like a, a nice nutty thing, but it has a lot of lecithin in it, and, and it will help break fats down in the body. Well, well, 
one of the things that we'd be eating at, at the Ann Wigmore Center was sunflower sprouts. And bar and, and, and um, oh, I can't think of all the different grains that they sprouted that we then ate the sprouts of them, broccoli for one of them. So, um, and, and, and when you ingest life-giving foods, it's amazing how you're going to have life-giving properties. Right, exactly. But you're not going to get a life-giving property from typically a tablet unless that tablet's got something in it that's going to grow, you know, like maybe probiotics. That could right. be life-giving. Exactly. Right? But an antibiotic is not going to help you grow, right? No, an antibiotic is, is, again, like you said, where they're offering the ability to reverse a condition, but it's your responsibility to stay on track. Exactly, exactly. gives you time. So you can then sort out the details of the true cause and effect. You know, life is a series of cause and effect, you know. So, you know, if, if I continue to eat more sugar than my body can digest, then what's going to happen? My body is going to increase its insulin levels. Exactly. Insulin is the most oxidative thing we got going. And uh, you want to burn out quick, raise insulin levels. You want to live a longer time, you know, it, 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 it's so, it, it, it's, this is another way to look at it. People go, well, I'm going to eat. Doc, did we lose you? Be living a lot longer to eat. <laughs> you know, more we, food. we lost you for about five, five seconds. So, oh, okay. Say that Sorry. same sentence again, please. Um, it, some people wonder, you know, like, you know, I, I want to continue to eat my old foods, and I'm like, well, if your old foods is creating these conditions, how long do you want to create, continue to create those conditions? As soon as you stop and you now eat foods which are life giving. Right now, we can then have the benefits of life-giving foods in there. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, like like we said overall, if you get a fix for something, it doesn't mean that you can continue your habits that created the problem to start with. Right. You you have to change. You have to adapt, and and that only can happen properly if you take the time to understand what the problem is, and accept that that's the problem because that's been proven for. And it's been in use and in, in um, practice for centuries. And for some reason, we stepped away from it. We need to yeah. reignite re- re- our ability to take care of ourselves. You know, Sunita, you're helping people with the why. Because when they understand the why, they'll do the how. Right. Right? So your husband, this amazing cardiologist is saying, hey, you know, your food is affecting you. Now I would like you to go to talk to Sunita, who's now going to show you that when you have blood pressure, there are certain new whys that you have going on, and now you can affect that, and the hows are going to be easy. Exactly. But if you know why, you don't mind doing the how. But if you don't know why, you're wondering, why the hell am I doing this? You know, you so, know what was uh, funny, Doc, when I first started uh, – instilling this whole concept into my husband about educating the public through podcasting, et cetera, about cardiology health. He says, oh, everybody knows. I said, no, wait a minute. You need to simply start with explaining blood pressure and why you start to freak out when somebody becomes borderline or starts climbing. 
Well, everybody knows what blood pressure is. I said, Dr. I am Mrs. Cardiology. I don't know what blood pressure is except it's a number. It freaks you out if it goes up, and you can't figure out why mine is so low and normal. (laughs) And he just sat there looking at me like, what do you mean they don't know what blood pressure is? I said, we know the word, blood pressure. Right. Well, what does it really mean in the body? Nobody knows. So now... He's in a tizzy saying, oh, i got to do my homework. i got to present this right. I said, no, just sit and talk to me like I'm your patient. Just tell me about it. Right. Tell me why it's important to watch it. Tell me why it's important at every age of your life, every stage of your life to keep it in check. And tell me why when it starts to creep up a little bit, we have to stop and review what is going on in our life to say, okay, what could be causing this? And let's check and fix it so that it doesn't become a problem. Why is that important? Right. There you go. And, and then, you, just, then, then he, you can he, make... He could not believe that it was going to be that simple. I said, it's as simple as that. <laughs> they don't want to know that the blood pressure is caused because of blah, 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 blah. And you're going to use a bunch of medical terms that people are going to be like, what? No. Just keep it simple. People appreciate that and they don't have to go get a PhD in figuring out what you said. They just understand and they follow the directions on how to keep it in check then. And that's what we're trying to do by educating people through your work is there's your gut. You need to keep it healthy, understand it, and now you know why. Because if you don't keep your garden happy, you got a dumbass garden that's giving you a hard time. <laughs> well, you got it. If you don't like what's and growing in your front yard, you got to make some changes, right? Yeah, and then the proverbial dumbass reason to, that I said dumbass is because your ass comes into the picture also, as you said. Sometimes you got to go the enema route to get the fix done properly. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. Just, well, it, just, right. It, it, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. it well, well, I, the other thing, and, and this is just, you know, it's a story. When I watched this cancer patient, when she got her first infusion of wheatgrass, I saw literally was like rocket fuel. Mm-hmm. So here's a lady, you know, incre- not digesting her foods well. She's not, you know, she's, she, she came in with the wheelchair. She's not a happy camper, right? And, you know, you, you, you look at her and you're like, oh, not much time left, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why she was there. But when she worked with the colon therapist and she had an infusion of wheatgrass, and and I saw for the first time what happens when you have life-giving material hit the portal vein, which is you know up up and up 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 in the lower parts of us. It was like boom right to her head, and all of a sudden her eyes lit up. It was the only time I've ever seen anything similar was years later when we used soft laser. You know, that little mm-hmm. device mm-hmm. that we talked you talked about earlier. Right. That 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 was like one was liquid light going up the hinder parts, mm-hmm. hit that portal vein and boom, her eyes lit up and she got color in her cheeks, circulation back in her body. It was you, it was You made me witness that personally when we were at a meeting and I was exhausted because I'm a workaholic mom and you said you looked at me like you look terrible, and I said thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, you, you look like a wilted flower. <laughs> and and you you just said now just sit there, don't talk, don't do anything, and hold this to your chest. I'm like yes, doctor, yes, doctor. <laughs> and then in about ten minutes, I just looked at you like, wow, where are we? 
<laughs> I was like back to normal. And everybody right. looked at me like, holy crap, what did you do to her? How did you do th- How did you do that that fast? And it was like, yeah, he's magical about some of this stuff here. you got to really dig in and learn about it. <laughs> and the, the one thing I did want to add to the, the experience you had in witnessing that person when she, you know, ingested, um, digested the wheatgrass juice, it's really tough to tell people that, hey, if you have X, Y, Z, go drink wheatgrass juice and you'll be fine. You really need to work with a really knowledgeable naturopath doctor that's going to be able to guide you and say, okay, in your situation, yeah, wheatgrass may be an answer, but it may not be the full answer. You may have to do add this, 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 and you may have to subtract this, 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 and you may have to go to a medical doctor to get your numbers checked. All of that has to be done in like a symphony, would you say? Symphony is a beautiful word. Sure, sure. You have exactly. to create a symphony of people that are going to take care of you because they all have their little specialties. They can't know it all. Yeah, and and I also know adding some good habits, some habits which are life-giving, and then learning about the habits which have gotten us into the problem. So it's it's one step forward. You know, a new behavior, like in this case, you know, we, we wanted to talk about Rejuvelac, to learn how to create that, learn how to, to culture it, learn, then, then ingest it, enjoy the taste of this, this lemony tart thing. And, and you're only taking like two or three ounces a day. It's not like you're taking quarts and quarts of it. But if you do take quarts and quarts, it will definitely, you know, you'll be smooth move. Right, you'll be moving at the lower end much better. And for some people who are on medications and pain medications, yeah, they're not moving at all. Right, there's no smooth move. They're going to get rid of all the residuals sitting in their system because we, our body doesn't know how to digest it and get get it flushed out. Right, and that's what this is. It's some life giving qualities, digestive enzymes, and we're taking the beauty of nature. We're culturing that. We're, we're, we're now going to use it in our bodies to ingest, and then we can enjoy the benefits of those new friends, those new, exactly. the new culture, literally, the new culture that we're putting in our body. Right. You know, now, so, how, how do I, my listeners get to learn uh, details about this? Do you have a booklet or do you have a website? What, what's, what's your status on sharing that information? Um, I, I'm on, at, on my website, drempower.com. So is it's that, just doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R, uh-huh. empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R.com. There, there, it will just be a little bit about Doc David Gawain, and then there will be some, um, um, and, and there, there are some other places where it says, hey, life-giving foods, you know, recipes, things of that. You'll see that at the kind of the top of the screen. And, and is your contact information on your website? Also? Yeah, it, my contact information is on there too. Right, and, so. I, and my listeners need to just remember to, when they do contact you for anything that they mentioned that they heard about you on Mrs. Cardiology's. Uh, Absolutely. So. Yes, yes, that's wonderful. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with me today. And you know very well you're going to be back because we've got more <laughs> singing and quartetting to do, uh, barbershop style, okay? Hey and one hey now I'm 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 going to sing and I'm going to end all right I love to share this with every one of my clients my patients and you the greatest thing you'll ever know is just to love
and be loved in return. The greatest thing you'll ever know is just to love and be loved in return. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's why I love when my friend Cynthia says, think from your heart. To bring yeah. To your heart. And, 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 and this is something I look forward to ch- chatting with your husband about. What I'm seeing, um, you know, and again, I have a limited scope. I don't have the cardiology complete view. I have certain parts of it, but not the whole thing. That's why I love to be in community. And uh, that's why I love being a pollinator, uh, is that I have a chance to meet and be with some of the top guys on the planet and then take what they graciously share that are working, I mean working, and then I get a chance to then share it maybe on this group and then with this group and that group, things that really worked. But, you know, not all these guys talk together, they know, but it takes that pollinator to kind of bring the cool stuff around. Um, so I guess, I guess you're telling me I'm a type of pollinator too then. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are. You are. We may have to start our own little LinkedIn group, Pollinators of the World. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) We're we're the busy bees that bums around and and grabs. We'll start a Disney movie after that name, Pollinators of the World. Right. And, And what I was going back to is that I'm seeing it's the return flow in the heart that that when we get like this rejuvalac, it's a way to return the flow. It's like we're breathing in the return flow, breathing in that you know, and then you breathe out. That's the outflow of the of the the blood, the inflow of the blood, the outflow. And what but I this, see this rejuvalac though is that something that you can only make at home, or is that we're available commercially? Like no, no, food? that's something that's not available commercially, and it's something that 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 demands that attention and 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 stuff is done to, done with it, um, and that's what that's why to me it's it's even more sacred because it it uh you, you have to take the effort. Yeah, you have to put some time and attention. Again, a third of the time that it takes to to load and unload your dishwasher, you can have, you know, with a little bit of skill, you know, two to five minutes a day, you can create your own rejuvalac after you've learned how to do it. It might take you 20 the first time, mm-hmm. you know, the first time, and then it's less and less, and then it just becomes a routine. And, and, and what's really fun, I did this with my, when my kids were growing up, they would help me make the rejuvelac, so it was a it was a fun thing, right? And then um, I would I would uh, get a beat, and I would put a little bit of uh, the beat in the rejuvelac, which would tint the rejuvelac to make it like pink. And then we put a little honey in the last part of the, the part of the system, which is different than the rejuvelac. But we can have the rejuvelac after three or four days, and we put a little. Of a little honey in, and then it, it, it would create some bubbles. Now we're actually getting some fermentation, pre-fermentation actually. Mm-hmm. Um, no alcohol yet. And it got a little bubbly in it, right? And my kids loved it. We called it pink champagne. So when the adults in the other room, we enjoyed a little bit of wine and not the W-H-I-N-E. We weren't whining with each other. We just had a right. little glass of wine. Or a lot of us had the rejuvelac. They were there with their little pink champagne rejuvelac enjoying with us. And as a parent, I knew 
they were they were digesting great. Their breath smelled great. When they pooped, it didn't stink. It wasn't like going into their bathroom and after my kids would poop and you go, oh my god, you right. know, you know, well, like you're going to die, you know. So <laughs> awesome. And again, um, it's been a great pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm going to make sure that we talk again. And um, we appreciate it. We we will remind people to find your information on drempower.com. Perfect. D-O-C-T-O-R-E-M-P-O-W-E-R.com. And today's show is brought to you by the Biophotonic Scanner, wherein... 30 seconds now. Yeah, Doc, it's gone down from 90 seconds down to 30 seconds. We scan the palm of your hand to tell you how inflamed your body is, as my husband says. It's actually giving your antioxidant levels. But as he explains it, the higher your score, the less inflammation in your system. So he likes to call it his inflammation check. And yeah. Come into our office. Call us and tell you tell them you heard about us on uh, the show and you, instead of the standard $50 I'm going to be make you special we'll charge you 20 bucks to get to find out where you stand because educating yourself is the first step to health hey that's priceless to to have a scan that's non-invasive that takes 30 seconds and then you're going to give them a reading and then you're going to then share with them about a why yes I mean, that's worth a lot more than a couple hundred dollars, actually. So, yep. Yep. Very good. So, um, again, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you, Doc. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.